Welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Eclectic, the podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and today I get to sit down with one of my favorite content creators and business owners, and I got to interview her and chat about all the kinds of different things. And so without further ado, we're going to jump right on into the interview, and I hope you enjoy. I would like to welcome um, Christine Boyd of Flourish Planner. She's the owner and creator of Flourish Planner. So everybody can say hello. Hi. Thank Hi. you for having me. I'm so excited. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining me. I'm super excited. So um, if you are listening and you have not been following Christine, you need to go follow right now, especially if you like to um, have your life together like we all wish to do, I guess. Um, Christine, like I said, owns Flourish Planner and she created its digital planners and she shares content on like tech trips, tips and tricks. And also I love that you've started sharing more like into your life. I love that. Um, Especially on YouTube. I love watching her YouTube videos. I plan with her every month and she has amazing stats and followers, which I know followers aren't everything, but 42.9 thousand on Instagram, 49.3 on YouTube, and 320.3 on TikTok, which I think is where I actually started following you from, but I'm one of those people, once I start following you on one thing, like, I follow you on everything. I think I even follow you on Spotify, so. I love that. (laughs) And um, according to your website, you wanted to build a community around setting goals and getting organized for people who strive to flourish in their daily lives, which we love to yes. see. So yes. um, now that I've kind of given a little bit about you, is there anything we should know? Um, I think you covered it. Yeah, I started uh, Flourish Planner in uh, August of 2020 and, you know, just slowly started working towards this idea I had in my head of, a business and just a community. I know every business kind of turns into a community these days, but I just um, absolutely love being creative and making content and designing planners. And of course, goal setting and organizing have always been a really big part of my life. And I am so excited that now I get to share it with all of these amazing people and create content every week. It's been amazing. It's been really fun. And just having a good time yeah okay so did you have a previous background in content creation or like did you have um something that like you had done that before or did you just kind of jump in yeah I had done a couple other things before I you know I've I've had multiple jobs where I, I do social media and I have also had my own side hustles in the past of just Like I had a a cooking blog um, throughout college and then I kind of transferred that into more of like a health and wellness page out of that. And so I've kind of been doing this for a while. Um, Nothing ever stuck as much as Flourish Planner. And um, so we can get in more into that too of just like why I think that kind of stuck. But yeah, I have done previous stuff in the past and yeah, I've just always really liked it, gravitated towards it, and that's me. It's been I, fun to learn. Yes, I love watching and consuming aesthetic content, and so that's kind of how I just decided that I was going to do 
um, extra content, which, and I've owned my own business for almost seven years, I think. And so yes, content creation has always been kind of behind that anyway, because you have to nowadays. Yes. But um, I agree. I just love consuming pretty content. Therefore, I want to make it as well. Um, exactly. So now you you do have a day job, a nine to five. I do. And it's yes. in content marketing? So it's in, um, yeah, like content marketing. Um, and it's quite different from what I do for Flourish Planner. It's a bit more like serious business oriented kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, the stuff I get to do for Flourish Planner is super fun. And it's kind of like a, I kind of like to think of it as a hobby while it is a business and it has grown like quite a bit over the past years. Um, mm-hmm. I still like to think of it as a hobby and it's something I really enjoy. So yes, I do still have my full-time job um, and I would love to go full-time with this one day, um, hopefully. So we'll see. (laughs) I think you will definitely get there. Um, So back to what you said about your previous um, adventures, I guess. Do you have an opinion on why you think those didn't succeed or why Flourish actually has stuck? Yeah, I feel like I've done a lot of just looking at that over the past couple years. And I think it's two reasons. I feel like whenever I was doing my previous endeavors, um, you know, a big part of putting yourself out there online is having a lot of confidence in what you're doing. And I don't think I was the most confident in those days whenever I was posting content. And I was one of the only people, of course, there's so many people online now who have blogs and post content, but I was the only one out of like my immediate circle that was doing it. So it felt a little bit different and I wasn't always the most confident about it. So I kind of slowly fizzled out. Um, And that was just more of a mental block. Mm -hmm. And then also I feel like back then um, when I was doing the different blogs and stuff, it was more, I guess I didn't have a clear goal of where I wanted to take it. Like, I guess influencer maybe was like the path um but I've learned like through doing flourish planner like I love actually creating my own product and having my own business and having that be what I promote rather than other products um Mm -hmm. from other brands I kind of like having more creative control and um kind of owning the brand in that way so it's stuck better for me because I just really enjoyed having my own business and that kind of side. I can relate to everything that you just said. So I too am pretty much the only one in my inner circle who even cares about content creation. Like most people, they just scroll on TikTok and they don't think anything about like what goes behind it. Um, And because I've owned the boutique and salon for so long, I've always had to talk on camera, had to do lives, Mm -hmm. had to do all of that kind of stuff to grow and so I just at this point am comfortable with it like I can get on and talk about literally anything and I have people ask me all the time like how do you do that like why how are you just so comfortable on camera and I'm like well I wasn't always this way Um, right but I do think it's just confidence in if you think that you can do it you can and in just faking it till you make it even the days that you don't that you, yes. you can handle it that's definitely a big I I do that sometimes too because it's it's hard to be 100% confident and on all the time and there are going to be 
phases and I've already had a couple of those phases throughout this whole process where I'm like, is this working? Am I doing the right thing? Um, and you'll have those moments of self-doubt, but you kind of just got to keep going. And whenever you push past that, there's always the motivation and inspiration always comes back and that confidence always comes back, but it's, you know, it's a wave, right? It's not always there. Yes, for sure. Um, I think I just come off of a big wave of, because I've been doing hair for so long that like, I'm like, Mm. kind of getting burnt out with it. It's a lot to have to manage um, clientele and to, you know, be on for them all the time. And I think the end of 20, we just finished 2021. I think at the end of 2021, I was just kind of like, um, I don't know what I want to do. And then I had to like force myself to take January really slow. And then I come back and I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. And I also have, um, an unfortunate, I don't know if I would call it an unfortunate tendency, but I like to have a lot of things on my plate. Um, cause I own five different businesses and I am wow. also a wedding planner and do all these things. And I, just had a conversation with somebody I was like I think I'm gonna have to take a step back from a few things because I have overpowered myself but I definitely do that too (laughs) yes like it just I want to do it all I don't want to have a niche I just want to continue and do everything and that's not always possible but those me wanting to add things to my plate always comes in those dips of inspiration and creativity and confidence because I'm like okay well what if I just start something else and maybe yeah. that's what will take off or whatever. Yeah. But. And I think that's that's another reason why Flourish Planner has really stuck for me is I do have so many interests like you and I do want to, I have so many ideas and things I want to do. Um, and so for me, starting other projects and other businesses, like I'm always going to be using a planner. It's always been a part of my life mm-hmm. and I see it being a part of my life for a very long time. So no matter what creative endeavor I decide to, you know, try out, I'm always going to be using this, you know, for myself. So I feel like that's another reason why it's been, it's really stuck for me because I just genuinely use it every single day. And it's like a key part of my routine. And you're like the most passionate about it. I I have to say passion does drive you just have to kind of find what you're passionate about and run with it Mm -hmm. um so I would love to hear about what your um like your turning point like when did you know that Flourish was taking off and like it was going to be bigger than just you having digital planners I think um January of last year so January of 2021 like was you know I feel like that time is pretty crazy for people buying planners in general but Mm -hmm. that was a moment where I got way more orders than I expected and I expected you know nothing and it just started to pick up uh around that time and it was crazy and I was I had like three jobs at the time and I was also about to get married and it was just a chaotic time and I was just like I don't know how I'm doing this, but I, I somehow, I was just so excited, right? Cause uh, you know, I was just so excited about, you know, people finding it and people enjoying it that I didn't care. I just, you know, worked my butt off and just kind of wanted to continue the, the wave. Um, yeah. yeah. You just kind of and, like, you have to do it. You, you don't have a choice. You just go. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was great. And that was kind of the turning point, I think. And 
I kind of have, you know, those moments every once in a while where I'm like, because you kind of get numb to certain things. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, even when you're just like listing off those numbers of like my social media accounts, (laughs) like I just, I really don't even think about them too much. Like I have some goals around like my social media following, but Mm -hmm. like, I don't really try to think about it too much. So even hearing that, I'm just like, it kind of freaks me out. So I try not to think about that too much. Yeah, but like so many eyes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I mean, everybody who follows isn't looking at the content, right? Like there's a lot of bots yeah. in there and like stuff like that. So um, it's actually not like 300,000 people watching the TikTok, but um, it's still just, it's been cool. But yeah, I feel like January of last year, I really started to see a major shift and it was really cool to see. And did that happen organically or did you have like somebody give you a shout out or something that like pushed people towards your direction or were people just finding you on like the For You page? I feel like I people started to find me through my iPad app videos and then through there mm-hmm. people kind of just went down the rabbit hole. Um, and, you know, I used to do a lot more iPad content and now I'm, you know, starting to slowly shift into more like healthy lifestyle habit organization kind of content Mm -hmm. um I still do love doing iPad stuff because I think everybody loves to hear a new tip or trick um and there's always one coming out like iOS is always changing oh yeah and it's and it's really fascinating too just to kind of you know see how the technology works it's very you know intricate and really cool and I think it's kind of like the future now like we're all moving more digital everything's becoming you know a tech product right and Mm -hmm. so it is really cool to see and keep up with all that stuff but um yeah and going back to um what you said about like it's not 300,000 people um following you I think now you don't have to have like large numbers to be successful like the whole Mm -hmm. micro influencer thing is very um on right now you you can have a few people few followers and them really be engaged in your content um and Mm -hmm. I think that I seen a TikTok and I don't remember what her name was but she was like just post it I want to see your makeup routine I want to see your favorite mascara and I'm like you know what yes I I do as well I love watching people do everyday things yeah and I think too whenever you do have that smaller audience they're like so dedicated to you and um they love they love to see you post and yeah exactly you don't need to have these huge numbers and like I said a lot of those are bots so it's like it's you know not as great as it seems right like from the outside perspective yeah um and it's all about those like you know people who you see commenting consistently or DMing you consistently uh, that you kind of form this like mini internet relationship with. And then those are kind of the people I think about when I'm like, oh, thinking about those people that I always see who are actually really engaged in what I'm doing. Yes. And, um, oh, I just lost my whole train of thought. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) I just like, I had it and then it was gone. This Um, happens to me. This happens to me literally all the time and I don't know what that is I I, I just like <laughs> I'm going and then it just I hit a wall and I have no idea what I was about to say that's okay um, that's let's see it happens to me all the time <laughs> we were talking we were talking about having engaged 
uh, followers. Yes. Okay. So, yes. and um, micro influencers yes, and, yes, yep. and everything. And I, and I definitely agree with, you know, I think the internet isn't now because you can share anything and there's going to be somebody out there who is interested or vice versa as mm-hmm. a viewer. Like if you want to look up something, if you have this very specific hobby or interest, like there's somebody out there making that, making content out of that. And if there isn't, then that might be a good, you know, yeah, gap you, to try out. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I also support people just kind of sharing more. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, people say not to overshare, share too much, but I think it's, it's cool. And I, especially with TikTok, like I've seen so many videos that I've related to mm-hmm. on like a super specific level. And yes. like, it's, it's it really says for you. <laughs> yes, literally. And it's very comforting to know that you're, you know, either interested in something that other people are interested in, or you have the same thoughts as other people. And um, I think it can be a really positive thing. Yes, it makes you not feel so alone in the world. Um, yes. I picked up my train of thought. So did you in your real life, um, do you have people that like follow you and tell you that they follow you? Or um, I know it's always like, I always get this little like, uh, this little fluttery feeling when somebody says, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Or like, I seen your Instagram post. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's like, that's really weird. And that's why, you know, for a while, whenever I did uh, Flourish Planner for like the first like nine months, I didn't tell anybody like none of my friends or family, just because in the past, that was kind of like a mental block, just like knowing Mm -hmm. people, you know, are actually looking at it. And it's kind of this strange thing. And I feel like it's still so new of like sharing things online. Of course, we've been doing it for years now. But in the grand scheme of life, it's still pretty new. And it's kind of this like strange, this strange concept of like, I film myself and (laughs) share all my goals on the internet. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. And and it is weird sometimes. Like I'll be talking to my sister and she's like, oh yeah, well, I saw in your vlog that you said this. And and I feel (laughs) always a little awkward about it. I'm like, you weren't supposed to see that. Yeah, like I, I definitely prefer, it's like kind of weird. Like I would rather have strangers, absolute strangers watching it than like yes, people agree. I know. It's, yeah, because it's just, it's just a weird thing. Um, and I feel like nobody talks about that. So I'm like actually really glad you asked that question because yes. no one talks about that. <laughs> it's like, I can't imagine being one of those influencers or people like that pe- people come out to in public, like strangers because oh, yeah. I would just not no know way. what to say. I would just be like, okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, so it's now that people so in your life know that you do that, um, are they really supportive or do they kind of just like not mention it or do they look at you funny? Yeah. People are supportive. No, pe- my friends and family are definitely super supportive. Um, and I feel like we kind of talk about it whenever I bring it up because I – I don't like to talk about it all of the time because like I said it's just like a weird thing but I've definitely come into myself a lot more and I'm a lot more confident than I used to be about you know everything that you know content creation is and um yeah I everyone's super supportive and I'm very grateful to you know have people in my life that aren't because I definitely used to have people who would like fun at at what I was doing and um that always is like 
really tough. So yes, I'm very grateful to have people that are really supportive. Yeah. So is your husband used to, um, did you guys get married yet? Yes. You, you said you were, you were planning a wedding. I did. I just assumed. Yes, we are um, married. <laughs> is, your, is your husband used to you filming content? Like, I know a lot of the time if I'm filming stuff, it's when Cody, my husband, is not home um, because he just, like, is in the way yeah. most of the time. And he's like, what are yeah. you doing? This mm-hmm. is, So is your husband used to you filming content or does he help or does he just kind of stay out of the way? Yeah, I think he's he's used to it. He He used to film a lot of, like, vlogs of like our trips we would take together is like a home mm-hmm. video not necessarily like for the internet. you know the internet like so he is really good with like camera and was kind of telling me how to talk to the camera and has given me tips and stuff mm-hmm. and he's really good about it and just kind of lets me talk to the camera if I'm going to I don't like to talk to the camera in front of other people because it's uncomfortable but I'll like film b-roll and stuff and he's there and he'll be like oh you should get this shot or this and um I feel like I'm getting into have like filming more when he's here because um him and his friends want they are we are in the south we are in deep into the middle of nowhere Tennessee and so they're big avid hunters and so like they want to start like a hunting mm. tiktok channel and cody yeah. came home the other day he was like i'm gonna need you to show me how to edit tiktoks and i was like yes oh okay so yeah. i like i think he's getting more used to me doing it um even though i've always because i've always done it at work so i've never been at home mm. and filming home life and that kind of thing um right. so he's yeah. finally adjusting <laughs> and i think too like whenever you um you start doing it it kind of gives like people permission to do it themselves and they don't feel as weird and they may feel a little bit more comfortable like and opening up to you about it and being like hey I want to start this TikTok and you know it's and I have a nice way yeah and one of those people that like if somebody says I want to do this I'm like do it why are you waiting I will help you right now I will show you how to set up like to know it I will tell you how to film what to edit on I will give you all the information just do it and I'm always trying to get I have one of the, I have a client, she always comes in in the cutest clothes. And I'm like, please become a fashion influencer, yes. please do it. And she's like, I don't want to like, I'm afraid of what people will think. And I'm like, stop worrying about it. And yeah, I do agree that like, once you start, it kind of gives people the, also the confidence to say like, oh, she's normal. I can do it too. Yeah. And I think it's just the whole content creation thing is starting to become way more common and just more of like something that people do and it's kind of a necessary thing when you have a business now mm-hmm. of course I mean not 100% necessary but you know most businesses now you got to be on social media and like start learning how to create all this content and yes. it's also just like a fun way like you said like your husband like it's a great way to just connect with other people who have that similar interest and like why not you know it's mm-hmm. fun you get to meet people, express your, you know, hobbies. and. So do you have any advice for someone wanting to start, like any equipment or like what things you've learned that you would suggest to somebody wanting to get into the creation of? Yeah, I would say, I mean, I know this is the advice I feel like everybody gives, but I'll just say it again. It's like, you just have to start doing it. Like, Whenever I started TikTok, I did not know what I was doing. And like every single video I posted in the beginning, 
I hated and I thought they looked bad compared to like the others I was seeing but I just I, kept I was like just post it and move on and just make it another one like make another one you'll do it better and you know I always my philosophy is like you would rather post a TikTok every single day for a month and maybe they're not like 100% the most best quality but in those 30 days you've posted 30 and you've learned so much rather than like trying to get it right once or twice and spending so much time I feel like you just kind of gotta at the beginning towards you know once you build up more of an audience you can start to be more thoughtful with it but I feel like at the beginning you kind of just gotta like start getting content out there and just and just figuring out like what what works like you learn like the areas in your house that you like to film and like the time of day like my bedroom is perfect from 7 to 8 a.m so that's where I usually I start to film my day or whatever um so you kind of learn the places and the times and stuff like that and your editing styles and you you change and you evolve every time that you make it make something new yeah, and I'm always, you know, reevaluating my style and trying to, you know, edit videos in new ways and and experiment with things. And I don't even like I look at my videos from even like a month ago, and I'm like, oh, I don't like how this was edited. But I'm like, it's. But then that's how you learn. And then in the next video, I'll change it up a little bit. And you know, there's no mistakes, right? Unless you let them get the best of you. So yes. you kind of just got to keep going. And I am very guilty of the, I hate that. When I mm-hmm. when I post something, I'm like, you know what? I should just delete that. But you can't delete it. You have to leave it. It's bad yeah. for your algorithm. Um, and so speaking of that, do you follow a detailed content schedule or do you just kind of like post organically? You just wake up and decide what you're going to film and then like Or do you have like a, I'm going to post this, 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 this is the kind of content that I want to create for whichever channel you're posting on? I feel like I always, I try to create a plan, but I usually never end up sticking to it. And I end up doing it more organically based on what I want to post that day. Um, I wish I was like a little bit more organized and like had a whole month of content planned, but I kind of like to... I don't know. I kind of like to see what is actually going on like that week, you know, what I feel like doing. And in the future, I would like to have a better planned out. I feel like I I plan out YouTube videos more in advance, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to TikToks and Instagram, I kind of do it organically based on the day. Just kind of on the fly. Yeah. On the fly. And that's for me, like what works right now. Like I said, I wish I, would be a little bit plan a little bit ahead it would probably save me time um but I don't know maybe people like the more organic style I you know maybe people like to see something that's a bit more real like what's going actually going on in my day that day rather than something that's already been but and see as a follow of yours obviously consume your content and it feels organic and but also like it all maintains your aesthetic and I (laughs) I love it I just every you go and look at everything and it all even though you say like um you hate the way like a past video is editing if you watch them all like they still feel like your brand and Mm -hmm. do you do you have things that help you maintain your aesthetic or do you just kind of again do it on the fly and just kind of whatever's happening or whatever you have 
at the moment? Or do you like yeah. to like do specific things to maintain that? I feel like I, I gain a lot of inspiration from like other people's videos I, I've consumed in the past. And I feel like that's kind of how I created my style. It's just like pulling from all of these different people. And I'm like, Ooh, I like that. Maybe I'll use something like that. And, Oh, I like that little font or edit she did with that font. And then I kind of meld it all together based on things that I like, um, just from what I'm seeing out there. And I kind of, again, do it on the fly. And I try to like, whenever I'm filming YouTube videos, I try to just be really creative and free with it and kind of, you know, find cool shots again i don't really have like much of a process i kind of just go by feel and what i feel like would look cool and um yeah so i don't know if that's a great answer to that question but oh no i i really so back to um the like do you schedule your content or whatever so i do both because with the store and salon like i have to have a post every day because if i don't the engagement drops and then people aren't coming in in the storefront and so i have a detailed content um plan that i do for those but where like my personal my keeping it eclectic i just kind of post when I want to and do yeah. whenever whatever I would also like to be a little bit more organized with it but yeah. right now I go through phases where I, like I want to create a bunch of content with keeping it eclectic and then I like, don't want to do anything so I just yeah. kind of follow the ebbs and flows with that because it's really yes. restricting to have okay you have to post a hair picture and then a nail picture and then a model photo and you mm-hmm. repeats so I have to agree that like both it just kind of depends on what you're what you're having to come across what you're trying to accomplish yeah exactly and and, you know this is still not my my full-time position so I kind of like to keep it fun and I'm like whatever I feel like you know and keep it entertaining for me as well and yeah, maybe whenever this is my full time, I will actually have like content schedule. Uh, but until then, yes. we are posting on the fly. <laughs> and we like it. We st- we love to consume it regardless. So yes. you're doing you're doing it right. It's fine. Which, whatever works for you. Um, so we're going to switch to something a little bit more fun. What is a trend or TikTok or something else that you're really obsessed with right now? Like you just keep can't help but want to consume. Oh man. Uh, I mean, I've been watching Euphoria. I don't know if you've been watching Euphoria, but I, I've, a lot of those videos have been coming up on my For You page, just like either, you know, little comedy bits about it or, you know, theories about the show. So I feel like I try not to consume too much content from like what's in my niche too much, just because I don't want to copy anybody too much and, I try to keep it authentic. So I, I love comedy. Oh, man. Yeah. I've been watching so much of the Euphoria TikToks. I love Emily Mariko. Um, and do you watch Emily Mariko? Do you know who she is? The Salmon Rice Bowl. Hello? Hello? Oh, 
I must have turned oh. my mic off. My bad. Oh. <laughs> How did I do that? I'm not sure. Um, yes, fine. I follow. Yeah, I follow Emily. I was just talking, just going, yeah. on the, going with the conversation. But I do follow Emily, and also am obsessed with Euphoria. Both. Um, yes. I love the salmon rice ball. And I actually was going to cook it last night. And Cody was like, can we have something else? You make that too much. Yeah. And it's like, fine. It's so good. And it it's is. So and good. it's so simple. Like, you can prep it beforehand and not have to, like, cook all your stuff. I love it. Yeah. And but, I, don't know about, I don't know about Tennessee, but I live in Virginia. Um, also kind of, like, off the beaten path a little bit. And we don't really have the best sushi. So this kind of, like, emulates a sushi kind of vibe. Yes. So... It kind of fulfills that craving for me. Yes, and, same. Yeah, um, I'm obsessed with it. Our closest like sushi restaurant is like an hour away. Everything is like an hour away, basically. <laughs> if you want to yeah. go do do anything, <laughs> you have to drive. Um, I envy those people who can like walk to get Starbucks. I yeah. there's not a Starbucks within a hundred miles. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm not that far out. I'm probably like 20 minutes away from the Starbucks, but that still feels like a lot to me that still feels like more than I'm willing to yeah to drive (laughs) um our like our town that we live in we have a sonic and that is our fast food and the next town over that I drive through to go to work we have a sonic and mcdonald's um so it's like the options are very limited in the um aesthetic bad girl coffee yes. routines in the morning yeah there's no there's no, oh no people all the girls in LA have it great they get to go to these juice there's so many like aesthetic places everywhere yeah. you go and I'm like I have to work a little bit harder to create this here yes <laughs> but and yeah. I um I was talking to a friend about this I was like you know what I would love to be one of the girls who drinks a smoothie in the morning but I hate smoothies and I would love to drink matcha but like I haven't figured out how to drink matcha yet because I quit drinking coffee last year um it just started tasting weird and I just kind of cut it out but yes you do have to work so much harder when you're not those things are not readily available to you and it's 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 hard because it's like you see a lot of these girls on on TikTok and I feel like I also am guilty of this right like you post of course, the most aesthetic things, yes. but then you start to feel like bad about your yourself sometimes, like when you mm-hmm. see other people's like the most perfect, clean home ever. And I'm like, oh, I can't, like, I don't have a white couch and I yes. have like this perfect thing, but I'm like, I, I can't have a white couch. I have two dogs and I'm also a mess. And <laughs> yes, like, I, yeah, I don't know how they do it. Props I don't either. um that's like (laughs) we just moved into our house it's actually it was a year ago yesterday and it's an older it was like built in the 90s it has brown wood trim the walls are all green and I have like two places I can film in my bedroom and sometimes in the living room because my kitchen is orange and it's just horrible and I want to film like (laughs) cooking videos but it's horrible lighting and the cabinets are orange and I just can't I can't share that yet so I know which is I, I wish I mean maybe you should I feel like I wish more people would share just normal like what normal life is you know yes because we like, don't all that have is normal life you know we don't all have um perfect kitchens like I follow do you follow Sarah Day Sarah's Day oh yeah of course okay yes. so um she just posted a picture uh, I think they did a photo shoot yesterday but her kitchen like I just want 
that's what I want. But yeah, I do not have that. It, I don't live in Australia. I would love to. <laughs> Yes. But just her like beach walks. I'm like, this is unfair. I can walk to the river and it's like brown. But yes, <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's hard to like look at some of that and you start to feel, you know, insecure or bad about your own life. But there's so many people out there who don't have you know all of this. Yeah, who and... are just normal. Yeah, and it's okay to not have everything perfect. And plus, it's like. It's a constant, you know, like we have our the rest of our lives, right? Like every place we live will, you know, upgrade a couple contribute. things. Yeah. yeah, contribute, add a couple new pieces of furniture that really you really enjoy, maybe sell some old things and you kind of just slowly, you know, kind of find the home. Cause I I mean, I love my pretty and yes. um, clean and I, I you know, it's like it helps me thrive. My Taurus rising, um, it ruled by Venus. It really definitely <laughs> wants everything to be like organized and pretty and look nice and still be comfortable. Yes, yes. I know nothing about my sign. Oh, um, <laughs> I I just know that I am I'm a Leo. Uh, same. Yes. I When's your birthday? July twenty sixth. July twenty sixth. I'm August nineteenth. Okay. Yeah, and you know, Leos are supposed to be like very out there, attention seeking. I guess is like mm-hmm. the thing, the stereotype. Um, yes, <laughs> and I believe I am a Sagittarius Moon, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that means, but um, yeah. In case anyone out there is curious of our signs, <laughs> listening. Um, yes, no, I'm a Leo with a Scorpio Moon and a Taurus rising, and. I, I think that's my hobby is my zodiac sign. Like I love I love guessing people's and I love mm. um I, I don't know, I just like <laughs> my friends yeah. laugh at me because they're like, You blame everything and I'm like, It's but because it is, it's true. Yeah. That's why and I think I think um tomorrow is a full moon in Leo, if it I'm is. not mistaken. Yes. Okay. I listen to the Spotify Leo like it's like a two the daily. daily thing and I listened to that this morning just randomly like occasionally I, I love to listen to it and I heard that and I was like cool I don't I have to look up what that means or if there's something I can do maybe like a manifestation thing I can do but yeah I don't know I um, love all that kind of stuff I do too I think it's just fun and it kind of gives me a break of like because I don't create that kind of content, so I can just consume it. And like you said, yeah. you consume comedy and stuff like that. That's the yeah. kind of content that I consume that doesn't pertain to anything else that I do. Yeah. Um, and I follow um, a podcast. I think it's called Blame It on the Stars. And they do an episode every Monday, maybe. And they, like, break down what's happening in the week. And I like to listen to that while I drive because I have a 45-minute drive to work. So I have oh, plenty wow. time to, like, listen to to it in the mornings. So every Monday, yeah. that's what I listen to. And they did talk about, I couldn't dare to relay what we're supposed to do for it, but <laughs> they did talk about it. We'll have to listen to that today and, or listen up to some of the tips and tricks. Yes. I'm not, I'm not good with like keeping up with it. It's just occasionally I do like to check in and, and you know, see you what's see, going on. If you're like me, like you have people on TikTok that like pop up and they're like, oh, it's a Leo full moon. And you're like, okay, cool. Don't know what to do, but right. great for telling me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're obviously very goal-oriented in your um, 
planners and things like that. So what are some of your most exciting goals that you're working towards in 2022? Yeah, um, I feel like an exciting goal that isn't exciting now, but will be is setting up all of these, you know, of course, with a business, you know, this probably way better than I do. (laughs) But, you know, there's so much you have to do on the back end, just like with taxes. Oh, yes. And um, it's kind of a I I kind of did it backwards where I, I started you know, Flourish Planner, and I didn't set up all of these, like, all the foundational stuff. Yeah, your systems. Um, And I kind of just got, you know, I'm a creative person. So I was just going all in on the creative side, and I just Mm -hmm. completely was like, "Eh, I don't need to worry about all that. I'm I'm just going to ignore that. Um, And then, of course, it caught up with me, and I'm like, all right, I have to really start, you know, getting serious, and this is like a business now, and I have to treat it as such. And so I'm doing a lot of that this year, which like I said, isn't fun, but it will be, you know, it'll be not, it'll be relieving. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would um, like to tell you that it gets easier to do all that stuff. The more years (laughs) that you do it, I suck at the back end stuff. I have to Mm -hmm. force myself on Mondays to pay bills and enter my finances into the spreadsheet and do all the things because I suck at it and I hate doing it. I'm also on the creative side. I'd rather just do all the stuff and have somebody else take care of it. But there's no one else to do it. Yes. yes. And it's very difficult and it's very like mentally um, challenging, like, and just exhausting. And cause there's um, so many like options or ways that you can do things or, you yes. know, your state taxes, your personal taxes, all of that. Like there's so many nitpicky things that you have to follow. It gets yeah. overwhelming when you try to like figure out what you, the heck you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I just like, I just had no idea, you know, I had no idea about all of these different types of taxes and, and all of the different accounts and forms I was going to, you know, I just, I literally had no idea. So it's been um, a great learning process, you know, but yeah, it's not the fun. It's not the fun stuff for sure. Yeah, No, it's <laughs> definitely not. Um, I That's kind of on a similar that's one of my goals but not with the businesses but just for myself in general like because I work for myself I don't have a 401k or like a retirement plan or like anything like that um so that is my one of my biggest goals this year is to also get things set up to be an actual adult I mean I'm 25 you would think that I would have like you know worried about this sooner but um I'm 25 too yeah (laughs) yes um I just sometimes I feel like I'm not an adult at all I just every every day it's like it's this weird thing you know you graduate college if you go to school and you come back and you're kind of like you know you have like I had a full-time job you know my whole time after college and but you're not like fully an adult yet you don't really feel like it you know for the your early 20s I feel like you're still kind of figuring things out and um, and I definitely thought that I had it figured out because I, I started my business at 18. So, like, I graduated high school, went to hair school, and then, boom, was in it wow. full time. So, I was like, I definitely know what I'm doing. And now I look back and I'm like, she was guessing. She, yeah. I don't know what she was doing, but it wasn't it. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the I'm more like, you learn, <laughs> the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know anything. No. And um, just specifically this weekend, I've seen – like four or five friends that we all are like the same age, they posted pregnancy announcements. I'm like, 
Wow. Um, don't know how to raise children. <laughs> don't know yeah. if I'm that. I don't know yeah. if I'm that level of adult yet because I can barely get anywhere on time and be oh, organized. It's prop, props to them. I know. And like, you know, my parents and, you know, my husband's parents, you know, it was a different time. You know, I feel like people had yes. babies a little bit younger, but um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I always said that I wanted to be a young parent um, because my mom and dad had me at 22. They got married at 18 and had me at 22. And I'm like, yep, that's, I'll do that too. 22 mm-hmm. came. I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. No, thank you. No, no, no. Yeah. This, this business is my baby right now. So I'm, yeah. I'm taking care of, of a yes. baby already. Yes. So. <laughs> um, so is there anything that you just wish you were better at in general or that you are, um, you're trying to do better at this year? Oh man. I mean, so many things. I feel like I, I am always, you know, trying to improve my creative skills. Like there's never going to be a ca- uh, cap on that right mm-hmm. like there's never a destination like I always want to get better at graphic design and video editing and all of that kind of stuff so that's something I'm always striving to be better at and improve and you know doing like Skillshare classes and watching YouTube videos and just kind of learning um in that way I feel like going back to just the business side that's not something you know running a business is a skill in and of itself, regardless of like all of the, you know, tasks mm-hmm. that come with it. Um, so I feel like I'm trying to learn how to do that better this year, just making, you know, you have to make so many decisions and you have to learn, you know, when to hire people and who to hire and for what, and like, just, there's so many levels, right. When it comes to like actually yes. building a business. And so, Yes. So I feel like that's something I'm always trying to improve upon too. That was something that I did in 2021. I hired um, one, two, three. I already had one. So I had four employees and I ended the year with none. And so that, that was a personal choice, um, Mm -hmm. which I could make an entire episode about, Mm -hmm. but um, I did learn like figuring out the who actually is there for your content and who supports it fully wholeheartedly and is not like just trying to make money or whatever. You want somebody who really is invested in the brand and the growth of the brand. Um, Because I mean, if you're not making money, then they're not making money and nobody's making money and nobody's having fun. (laughs) Yes. And, and it's, you know, money is just an inevitable part of the whole puzzle you know and you have to get comfortable looking at it and thinking about it critically and you know deciding you know what's best right so yes it can it can be tough but yeah it's money something that I always like I want to know about like I want to know all the numbers but then if it ever starts to go down I'm like I'll just run away from that so that I don't have to deal with it (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like how I I deal with that because obviously like it fluctuates every month every month's a little bit different some months do better than others and I've kind of just learned to not get too caught up in it because it's it's a spectrum and it's always going to be going up and down and Mm -hmm. you know 
as long as you're still growing overall at the end of the year, you know, it's okay if you take little dips and here yes. and there and, or big dips, you know, sometimes that happens and, and it's just all about how you look at it and learn. Now it's just about not getting too caught up in it and freaking out. Like the perfect example is a month ago or something like my TikTok, just none of my TikToks were performing well. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Like, and I kind of just kept stressing about it. And then I finally just like, was like, all right, let's just look at some of the, our, you know, my old TikToks. Let's just take a look. Let's actually like think critically and like not judge myself for whatever mm -hmm. I'm doing. I'm trying my best. Like, let's just actually think about it. And I was like, okay. And I kind of looked at it and came up with like a new strategy. And, you know, that week I had like a TikTok that went viral, a semi-viral, mm -hmm. you know, and like, you just can't let it get too in your head because it's always going to change. Yes. And I feel like timing is different. Obviously we're in two different industries. So like January, people are getting their lives together. They're probably buying planners where like, I'm in the retail, so they're coming off of buying Christmas presents, and they don't really have a lot of money to spend, so January is, like, one of the lowest months for me, and right. so every industry has a different dip or whatnot, so you really can't, like, focus on what's happening at that moment. You have to look at the bigger picture. Yeah, and for sure. Same, you know, right now, February, everyone bought their planners for the new year and now people aren't really buying planners because it, you know, they already got it right. And we're the second month into the year. So yeah, it always fluctuates. And like May is one of my biggest years because we have graduation and prom and all the other, like the big life event things. And so I'm obviously yeah. really busy then where you probably it's the middle of the year. They don't have a lot going on. They're getting right. done with school or whatnot. Yeah. And it's like, as long as you know that and you're self-aware of these, you know, trends, it, you know, it's good to know that about your business and yes. it'll help you. Um, so I, do you have anything that you would just like to talk about or share or ask me or any questions like that? Cause I think I have gone through most of my questions for you. Cool. Yeah, no, this was great. I'm, I'm so happy we, you know, got the chance to, chat and I love to talk about all of this stuff and I could talk forever and especially since you know so much about business and everything with all of your businesses it's just been cool to you know talk to somebody else who I'm still new to this right and I yeah you know feel like I know absolutely nothing so I feel like I learned more from you in this podcast <laughs> thank you um I still feel like like you said it's always a learning curve like you always are having to learn something new about something so I appreciate you saying that you learned something from me because I like that was my kind of goal for starting the podcast was I just like to talk um I don't yeah. like to talk all the time but I like to talk about certain topics especially topics like this with people like you and um I just wanted a place that I could share you know business even if people aren't listening you know that's that's fine <laughs> Yeah. Um, at least and I can are. getting off my chest and talking about all the different things. Yeah. But and I mean, people, people are listening and the more you do it, the more people will find it. And, you know, yes, consistency is key. You just have to keep going regardless, even, even in the dips. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's really, 
it is it it really is not fun all the time but you know yeah. you, once you can kind of get into the mindset that like you just have to keep going and um I think you were t- when you were talking about your TikTok um going back and looking so I just recently did um I archived all of the posts on Instagram for the store because I just hated I had past employees there was not enough of myself um, I felt really disconnected from my business in general. So I just archived everything, which absolutely tanked my engagement. Yeah. And, the, you know, that's things that people don't talk about because right. you can't you can't tell your clients in your chair, oh, my engagement tanked on Instagram. They don't understand. <laughs> they don't understand yeah. that. But um, I am going back to those posts that I archived and be like, okay, so these did well, this didn't, and kind of figuring out what I want my new kind of strategy to be, I guess. Yeah, so I, I do. Exciting. Yes, and like you kind of get re-energized about it once you once you do that, and then when people yeah. start like getting back into seeing your content and everything like that, um, yeah. So I I've absolutely loved hooking with you, Christine. Um, mm. and you know I DM you all the time. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I just I have become one of those people I'm like why would you not reach out to them they you know they're normal people too and if they don't respond cool that's great yes. <laughs> but yeah um, I mean I always... I'm definitely not the bet that's one thing um, talking about things I need to get better at is and things like that I just you know I do customer support for the business so I feel like most of the time I'm responding to people I have to prioritize those messages yes and yeah, I wish I could respond to more DMs and, you know, everything, but it's, sometimes it's overwhelming. <laughs> I can imagine. Obviously, I don't have near as many, like, people that are engaged in my content, but I can imagine that it, it gets to be a lot because um, yeah. you probably have quite a bit in a week or whatever like that. But I always appreciate you responding, and I always re- appreciate people, other people who respond to. Um, because you responded, we got to do this, so, you yes. know, it all works out. Was this your first so, podcast ever, or have you done others in the past? I've done two other podcasts. Two I did podcasts. a podcast last year, and then I did one like a week ago. Um, but I'm still new to the podcast interview game. <laughs> well, I hope that you enjoyed being here. And I guess we'll just wrap it up. Um do you do you want to give yourself a plug? Do you want to shout yourself out? Tell people where to follow you or anything like that? Sure. Yeah. So I'm Flourish Planner on all platforms, pretty much. And um, but you can find everything you need at theflourishplanner.com. Fabulous. And um, if you are listening to this episode, you can go and find the episode highlight on my Instagram at Keeping It Eclectic, and there will be um, a link to this episode and all of her information as well so all right so thank you and i guess we'll just end it here okay thank you